Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I am Kate Roberts and I'm here with my co-host Wynne Morgan. How are you, Wynne? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good. And today we're here with Nina Lockwood. Hi, Nina. Hi. Nice to be here. Yeah. So Nina, like most of our guests, we do things a little bit differently when we have people on the show. Um, instead of kind of going back into all of the beautiful accomplishments that you've had in your life, we love to put it to our guests and ask the question, what would you love our listeners to know about you right now? What a great question. Let me give that a few seconds of pondering. What would I like the, the listeners to know about me? I guess it's that I am in love with life. And I'm in love with the surprises and the unexpected and continually learning how to roll with the unexpected that isn't as easy to go along with as the happy, lighthearted ones. Mm, I love that. And before we started recording, we were talking about different topics that might be really present or really fun to talk about. And we talked about two, but ended up deciding on one that seemed to be kind of fun for the three of us. And Nina, why don't you tell the audience what was your idea to chat about today? Something that I've been talking to a lot of people about lately is about living a more meaningful life and how often we get distracted from living from what really matters to us by life and all the things in life that pull us in one direction or another. And we often forget what's important because we have to get things done and people have expectations of who we are. And yet that leaves so many of us with that sense of "Mm, something is missing here. So the exploration of what is really important for any individual, and it's always something a little different, to me is a really delicious deep exploration. When what do you see about this topic right now? When I noticed where my head went to in listening to you, Nina, just now, is how often I spend time doing the things that don't matter and do not have meaning to me. And it takes me a long time, or it has taken me a long time, to realize that. 
So here's an example of that would be. It dawned on me a few weeks ago that my mother's birthday was yesterday, a Tuesday. And having my own business, I could be available to go visit her, to make a surprise visit on the Monday, stay till Tuesday morning. And the one thing I couldn't change was I needed to leave an early afternoon because of a, a standing commitment I have at my time at 5 p.m. every Tuesday. And it would just one of those things that was obvious to me that that was more meaningful than me filling my diary, my calendar, my schedule, full of stuff that I thought would be good for Win or good for Win's business. And it was one of those obvious realizations. It's like, okay, I could do this. I might actually tell her that it's in the offing, that don't be surprised, ma'am, if I can come and see you. I'll make the, you know, sometimes the often three hour drive. And including in that, at the time of us talking today, there have been some um, fuel issues in the UK. Well, loads of filling stations do not have fuel. And the ones that do, you might be waiting an hour to get it through the line to actually get to the fuel pump to fill up the car. Now, my two-way journey back from where I live, back to South Wales, where my mother and family live, that round trip is more than a full tank of fuel. So I knew I would have to fill or not get back here yesterday. But it didn't matter. I was going to do it anyway. It wasn't a question of, well, you know, I don't know if I can make the round trip because I don't know what the fuel situation is like on or what it's going to be like on Tuesday. And it's just like, that was absolutely meaningless to me than actually being there and knowing that what mattered most to my mother was time with me, not gifts, not flowers, time. Mm. And I'd love more of those moments of me remembering the things that really matter because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of meaningless fluff that I have in my head about my life and then I, I actually do a lot of meaningless fluff compared to the things that would really matter. That's what I think, Kate. What do you think, Kate? <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth, Nina. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad. Because I don't get the blame for the question now. <laughs> I feel like in the past, even month or so, there's something new on this for me. I've spent a lot of time in the noise of whatever I'm doing isn't enough. Whatever I'm seeing isn't enough. Whatever I'm contributing isn't enough. It didn't matter what it was. So I think it's just stuff that I've picked up along the way in my life that only within the past year or so has become, I didn't see it. I didn't see how 
it was this consistent noise in the background. And, you know, only within the last year or so did it get so loud and obvious that I started to really see it. And so lately I've been sitting in a question of whether or not value and meaning is more of a place to come from rather than something that is already kind of in the form. It's something that I'm doing or saying or contributing or checking off my list or because I, I'm seeing deeper each day how little value is in the noise and the answers or even the questions sometimes aren't in there. And that's really new for me in my life. I, I used to think that had a lot of value, a lot of like, oh, that's where the answers are, right? And, and I'm kind of sitting in a question lately about whether or not value and meaning and enoughness is more of a place to come from and then see what shows up in my action in that. And I don't know. It's it's pretty new for me, but yeah, I think that's what I'm starting to look at, explore, I guess, for myself. And have you noticed any practical ways yet that that's been playing out? You'll come from. A lot of times it looks like whether or not I'm doing something that the noise used to tell me was enough, you know, was had value and meaning or something that I, the noise would kind of point out wasn't enough. I'm not doing enough and I'm wasting time or whether it's one or the, or the other, it feels lighter in, in what I'm doing. Like there's, there's a lightness everything that I'm doing. Whereas before when I'm constantly judging everything, it felt really heavy to do anything. Um, and that's just something small, like doing the dishes or something around the house to something that where I'm really helping someone. I'm, there's just a lightness to all of it that I didn't have before. Cause there was so much on it, so much judgment. And so I'm finding meaning in some of the, the most simple things. Mm. Interestingly enough. What about you, Nina? Well, I was just thinking that that really, what you're saying speaks to something that I've been realizing more and more for myself is that meaning and happiness aren't produced by external objects or people or activities but that when we when I stop expecting that if I do x it's going to produce y feeling that I don't I'm not finding happiness or finding meaning so much as 
I'm sharing it. And there's just, there's a particular form in which that sharing emerges. So it's, it's a little bit like a, a jujitsu process. It's not that I'm doing it in order to produce a feeling, but it's just a natural outcome of something that for me has meaning and value. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does to me. So in a way, it, it takes the pressure off of a particular activity and then becomes more of a, a form of expression. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much more natural. Yeah. So are you saying, therefore, that there's a an independence between doing and meaning? Well, I don't know if I would use the word independence, but I think that, you know, talking about coming from beneath the noise of doing, mm. there's, there, is a, there is a natural expression of happiness. And it doesn't, you know how Kate, you were saying doing the dishes. You can be totally happy doing the dishes. Or you can be miserable doing the dishes. So it it all depends on where you are, who you're operating from, you know. It's not, I, I have, if I do the dishes, I'll be happy or I won't be happy. Yeah. It's more of letting that, that, that expression of natural happiness and love come through whatever form feels the most yummy. Mm. This past weekend, uh, I attended a three-day seminar called Doing Without Doing. And it was a beautiful exploration in, I don't know, the three diamantos of mine and about 35 to 40 other people basking in the feeling of what you've been saying and Kate that you were saying and talking about and how that that feeling of really being under the noise and that come from and that love that you were talking about just now Nina being not only a good place with good feelings but supplying the answers, as Kate mentioned. Mm. And on the final day of that seminar, I just noticed that that's the source of all the answers in the form of the doing. And also, that's the only thing, that feeling is the only thing I've ever really wanted, and that's where all the meaning ever was. And I've so often underestimated that, not respected that enough, moved away from it and put more currency on the doing bit as opposed to, as Kate, you said, the come from and the 
how meaningful that is. Going back, Nina, to what you were saying. Mm. There is so much noise in being busy that we forget that other, that source that we all have within us, that deeper source of meaning. And, and as you say, is if we let ourselves settle a little bit, even more than a little, but are willing to explore what that is, the, the question of meaning or fulfillment becomes obvious. Mm. You know, you can get fulfilled by making a cup of tea. You see the beauty of it. You see the the incredible, just a teacup, the beauty of a teacup, and the lines and the symmetry and the the beauty of and the generosity of having a cup of tea and having tea available and hot water and all of the things that we take for granted all the time. You know, oh, I need a caffeine hit. You know, but then when you stop and the savoring. You know, I find it interesting too how often we can see that meaning is also part of some people's noise. Like the noise in their head about, I need my life to mean something. And that's this kind of insecurity or kind of motivator to do certain things is because they need their life to mean something, which means they don't feel like it already does. And so sometimes meaning can get caught up in that noise and mean something that takes people to kind of uh, outside in about meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, we can make everything outside in, I guess. (laughs) But even meaning can get turned into something that people have to do and need to accomplish things. Yeah. And and sometimes that is part of it, right? But it's, again, I think as you're, you're pointing is back to where does that impulse come from? Is it coming from a need to... Uh, accomplish things or acquire stuff or a reputation or whatever the criteria is or is it a a natural unfolding of something that wants to be expressed wants to be shared wants to be revealed I think you've hit on something there as well the number of times when I'm talking to either potential clients or existing clients and they are hey Help me find my life's purpose. It's under the innocent misunderstanding that when they find it, life will have meaning. When they do the thing that they think will bring purpose. As opposed to, in what I heard, something very different from you just now. It's revealed. And it's not about me. Right. And how great is that? <laughs> it takes so much of the struggle out of it. It's so much more organic. Even if you go through a process of, of what, what, what is meaningful to me, it's, it's, again, it's another reveal. Mm. 
I used to really have a big issue with that word purpose. But now I, I, I don't know what's happened, but now if I, if, if I, one of the ways I'm seeing purpose is just to be a vehicle or a conduit for life. What does life want to have come through me? I love how in all these conversations that we have on this show, so often it comes back to how little there is for us to do. Can you say more about that? Yeah. So on the show, we'll um, talk about different topics with different people. And so very often they always end up at the same place. That's so much more simple than we think. And with so much, so much less for us to do than we think. And usually the things that we're doing, we're still doing, you know, we're doing tons of stuff. And yet, a lot of times the thing the things that we think are on us to do just aren't or I, in my experience i found if it, it if it is on me to do something it's it sounds like a line from a a, a rock song from the 60s it's not heavy it's just it's just a doing It's just a lot kinder, kinder to ourselves. And the energy that we put out when we realize that there's a different way of doing and being, that energy is palpable to other people. And that makes them more at ease too. I remember my ego that I didn't think I even had a big ego and then I realized it was a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> I remember my ego having a huge struggle with that idea. The notion that the part of me that I thought mattered, that I thought was in charge, that I thought was driving the bus, was the noise, not the source of things being done not the genius it was the it was the petulant child not the genius <laughs> and then my petulant child egoic petulant child of course became very petulant at that and eventually over time having seen a, a bit more wisdom and how nice it was for all of me to enjoy having less of things on me and then to let more of life having its way with me that doesn't mean stay in bed all day it actually means more play that way that I had no idea was possible mm. I thought the opposite was true. 
That makes me think of watching Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers dance. You know, when you talk about life having its way with you and you just being swept up in the movement and give yourself over to it. And it's, it's such a delight as a dancer and as somebody who's watching the dancing. You know, the other thing that occurs to me about this uh, discovery or expression of meaning and living, living as whatever it is that is important to us is that it's so contrary to how the world measures success. So meaning, meaning doesn't have to mean what life tells us it's supposed to mean. That we, we can make it up. We can be creative. You don't have to follow the rules. It's never too late to jump off the gerbil wheel and let that natural unfoldment start to come through. What would you like to leave the person listening now with? A big hug and reassurance that it's all in there. We just have to look. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Nina. Well, thank you. you. My, my pleasure. I'm always struck that every time, Nina, you and I chat, whether it's formal, informal, in person or virtual, it's always this wonderful meandering of not knowing where the conversation will go, not needing to, because it always is a wonderful journey. I second that. <laughs> And I'm glad that Kate and I had a little time to spend together today. Thanks, Nina. Me too. So thank you. You've been listening to this week's Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and Kate Roberts. And our dear guest this week, Nina Lockwood. Nina's contact details are below and wherever you find the information for this podcast and as well if you've got any questions for Kate or myself or topics that you'd like us to cover in future episodes then please get in touch and we'd love to hear from you and whatever you think and whatever would be helpful for you thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you again soon thanks for joining us we'd love for you to subscribe rate and review if you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at kateroberts.coaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.